Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Time Out with Gladys and Ula. And today, our juicy topic is, I love that feeling of knowing exactly how exactly, and I can't read the rest of the title, Ula. <laughs> it's cut off. You need to do something. <laughs> Say the whole title again so everybody knows it. <laughs> the whole title is, I love that feeling of knowing exactly how exactly you need to do something. <laughs> All righty. So, sweetie, we started talking before we hit record, and then we're like, we need to just hit record yeah. and dive right into us. Um, but do you remember when this title came to us and what the context was? Because I don't. Yes, I do. Um, because I've been on set and L likes to mess with me. Um, dead L. D- dead dead is, L. You know. Yeah. That is um, our um, part of our um, dearly departed, not so departed um, board members, and she likes to mess with me, especially when I'm 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 on set. So I was really tired, and I think I was texting you about my call time or something, and I I meant to say. I don't know exactly how early I need to be somewhere. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> exactly how exactly. <laughs> That's right. And I think this to us, like what we've been talking about lately is the the theme of how to know exactly what's going to happen in your life um, mm-hmm. before it actually happens. And then knowing exactly how exactly is just the ways that we take things overboard when it comes to trying yep. to control an outcome, trying to make shit happen bef- in, in a way that ha- doesn't allow the universe to co-create with us. And all of this does, we think that we're actually being responsible, we're being planful, we're being strategic. Mm-hmm. But what can actually happen is if we're not checking in with the energy behind that need to know exactly how exactly things are going to unfold, it, that is the energy that we're going to end up implant uh planting on top of whatever it is that we're trying to do and more often than not the energy that comes behind needing to know exactly how exactly everything's going to unfold is an energy of fear mm-hmm. yes totally totally and we t- we tend to f- forget that the only exactly we need to know or focus on is our desire. What is it that we want? Not what we need, but that's another episode that we've already done. So go back and listen to a couple of past episodes. How needing is, is um, needing doesn't feel good, but wanting feels good. So your only job is to know exactly what you want. You don't need to know how, because how exactly <laughs> is none of your business. And this is triggering, very triggering for mm-hmm. for the majority of us because this is not we're we're not in a world yet that embraces us fully. So I want to ma- be very like mindful to also break this down for folks. Um, is and we've done this in past episodes, but I think to remind people that have been listening for a long time, this doesn't mean that you are just sitting passively waiting for the universe to knock on your door and bring you what you want. And, you know, we're Mm -hmm. actively, Ula and I are actively in this process right now as we get ready for our upcoming retreat, which is happening December 11th through the 15th here in Mexico. If, if we, 
Well, and we've actually had conversations. Like, I don't know this new space of showing up around preparing for a retreat when I'm co-creating with the universe and trying to, like, not worry about the how because all of the retreats that I've done over the last 15 years, I knew exactly how I was going to make them happen. And I knew exactly how I was going to have people do the things that they needed to do. I knew exactly how I was going to sell. And then I had outcomes of people coming to the retreat. We're in a very different process. And I'm, I'm working through my anxiety to allow this space of different. But I think that the key is, it's not about sitting back and doing nothing. When we say mm-hmm. you don't need to know the how, what that translates into is rather than putting all of your energy and focus into how is this going to work? How am I going to make this happen? How, 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 when I don't see the evidence, all that kind of stuff is make sure that you are keeping your focus on the desire fulfilled it's done, as we've said in the past. It's done, it's done, it's done, it's done. And then when your energy is aligned and you're emotionally in that space of sold out retreat, oh my God, dream come true. I got this, I got that, whatever your desire is. Then from that energetic space, because you're now emotionally open, that is where you can take what Abraham Hicks calls inspired action. This is where you mm-hmm. actually will get nudges on how to show up in alignment with the energy and the emotions of that dream fulfilled. And I'm so fucking proud of myself for saying this right now, because Ula, you've been teaching me this for the last like almost two years. And I've stumbled along the way. And for me to be able to say this now cohesively means that I'm getting it. Now it's integrating it. And that's a whole other level, you guys, because we can get it intellectually, but integrating it means you are able to live from the space, which Ula, you know how to do. And this is where I've been learning how to, how to feel more masterful in this practice. Mm-hmm. And I think it, you said that really, really beautifully. And I want to add about the house. When we say that, how's that none of your business it's it's basically giving you a permission not to worry about it because when you Mm. start worrying about the house that is where you fall off the boat your job is like you said to be live in that in space where it's already done and because it is already done how do you feel you're not looking for the how, how is it going to be here? Because it's already here. I, at that point, you're not any worried about anymore how. And most of the time, we are all control freaks. We like to control um, every, uh, every aspect of our lives and outcomes and all that. And what if the universe has a better how than you do? You can control the how. Because you get what you ask for and what you feel for. If your only way of getting the how in your energy is X, you're going to get X. But what if, what if the universe has an easier way, more stupid, easy, fun way to get those things to you? Then what? Yes, please. Right? (laughs) It just feels very 
fun and light and expansive. Like, oh, holy shit, I don't have to worry about this. Like, they got me. The the universe, God, my angels, every, they they got me. And I can I can just desire these things. And again, it doesn't mean that you just sit back and wait for things to drop on your lap. That's not gonna happen. And and we as human beings, we're here to do things. So we're not going to say that don't ever do anything now, but wait for that best feeling that you can get. And then you're going to get these nudges and, and it's going to be exciting doing those things rather than, you know, being miserable and, and forcing yourself to do something. Totally, honey. And that and that is a big the big takeaway for all of us is that it comes back to how we feel. And when we are too caught up, and there's, there's a couple things, honey, that I really want to focus on. So I, I'm going to name them now and then hopefully tie them all together. You said it's permission to not worry. And that was like, ding, 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 ding. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. Because we worry usually in connection to the how. We're not excited. Mm-hmm. But if we are excited about the how and it's coming from that open energetic space, the how becomes very clear to us. And I think that's the difference that we're talking about when it comes to co-creating with the universe. Secondly, what who what is the universe? You know, like we use this term a lot and we've mentioned in the past that it, it really is... It's for us and the platform that we teach from, it is knowing that we are more than our our physical bodies, that we are connected to infinite source, right? And source, many people have different names for it. It's God, Buddha, whatever you want, right? But I think one thing that we we have woven into our podcast, but it's worth emphasizing again, we actively work with dead people. Okay, our dearly mm-hmm. departed, the spirit realm, because we know that they are all the our loved ones that have physically left their bodies are still here. And this is exactly what's going to happen to us when we die. We will still be here in a in back in our infinite space. And we actively invite our dead people in. So dead L is an entity, is is someone. We don't know who she was when she was physically here on earth, but she is actively engaged with us. We have dead Rick who's actively engaged with us. We have who we refer to as our board of directors. And so for everybody listening, this is your invitation to remember that you have so much support around you, not just on this physical plane, but on the spiritual plane. And if you're open to it, all of your dearly departed are actively ready to step in and guide you and support you and make this stupid easy fun. Because as Ula knows very well, and I'm experiencing uh, with her, their energy is light. Their energy is fun. Their energy is hilarious. And that is what we can benefit from. We don't have to do all the heavy lifting to try to just get there. We can sometimes say to them, you guys take this. I need a sign right now to feel lighter. Boom, a butterfly flies right by you. This happened to me this morning, right? If you want inspiration, I don't know what to do next in regard to this, this endeavor, this dream that I have. 
guide me. Boom, you might get a flood of inspiration in the middle of the night, which often happens to Ula, right? Or in the morning you wake up and you feel super fucking clear about this song that's in your head. And this song all of a sudden has lyrics that provide the clarity that you were seeking the day before. This is how they work. So a big part of what we are teaching you is to also expand your support network to include your dead people. And from that space, it really is trust, trusting that they got you, trusting that they are here for you, trusting that they are working on your behalf. And this is the part that I think can get very hard for folks is the trust, because too often we feel that we've been let down, no one has been there for us. Um, or we are, we're kind of too attached to life needing to be hard that we can't even entertain the possibility that we have that much support, that it can be that fucking easy and that we can allow ourselves to let it be so fucking easy and feel worthy of all the blessings that will come our way. Mm-hmm. And I want to add to that, that <clears throat> one of the biggest things we forget is that we are a spiritual being having a human experience, not the opposite. And only a part of you is here in this human body, only a part. The bigger part of you is still in the ethers, I don't know what else to call it, (laughs) with your dearly departed friends and family. So you can connect to Mm. them through you and you can the 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 number one connection that you should work on reconnecting to is yourself Mm. how like so many times we have this intuition that we just push aside because we're like well no that can't be that easy and that can't happen like that and that's exactly not how exactly i wanted to go and most (laughs) of the time that (laughs) That exactly how exactly is you, you telling yourself and you just silence that voice very easily and comfortably. So our dearly departed dead people are here to tell you, don't do that. Right. Believe in yourself. (laughs) And this this is where the the layers of unpacking um, can happen. But you guys also unpacking can be as simple as unpacking your suitcase after an amazing vacation. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be this heavy unpacking where it feels burdensome and it feels sorrowful and heavy. I I do think that there's there's times in our life where we need to revisit the the difficulty of emotional experiences that we've had. And that, that is where heavy comes up because we haven't allowed ourselves to fully feel or to honor uh, grief, right, within us. But Also, there's a point where when you keep defaulting back to a certain way of being, it becomes your default. And if we don't catch ourselves in a default that no longer feels good, we're just repeating something that doesn't feel good. And then we're waiting for a different outcome. And then we keep getting more of what doesn't feel good. And then we just feel like this is all there is. So knowing that you have full permission to reconnect to yourself. I mean, I, I, as I'm listening to you, honey, it's, 
it's fueling me because of our conversation earlier. It's like, oh yeah, like my higher self is hanging out with my mom and my grandmothers and my grandfathers mm -hmm. and all my ancestors and you know, so many of the amazing celebrities that are on our board of directors. <laughs> I love that they come in. It's like, we have a lot of like really fucking talented people helping us out. And when I think about that, it's like, oh, I am so much more than my limitation that I've been focusing on right here and now. I am so much more capable of shifting my emotions if I am this infinite being and I'm dealing with an emotional state that feels old and sticky and keeping me in a pattern that I know I'm ready to release. It's, yeah, wh why would we not lean on ourselves to guide us through the unpacking, but in a way that feels really good and unpacking then can become something that we just move through effortlessly instead of getting lost in the abyss of overanalyzing and and discovering other dark hidden corners and in weird caves that we get lost in it doesn't have to have that kind of emotional tenor to it mhm mm and those those rabbit holes are just deadly they're just deadly <laughs> I mean, we've, we've, we've all <laughs> <laughs> um, depends what kind of rabbit hole you go down. Um, most of the time, they are just, like seriously, they're deadly. You start doubting everything yeah. that you you believe, everything around you, and very often you become very lonely alone in those rabbit holes. We become and very lonely alone. L lonely and alone. I guess you didn't hear the <laughs> end. <laughs> lonely I alone. Like I like that version. We become lonely alone. I like that. Yes. <laughs> that too. Alone, lonely. And our dead people are pointing to you whenever you feel that, especially that, that really extreme despair <laughs> and um unworthiness and and all the yuckiness that is your higher self and your dead people pointing out to you that hey we don't we don't feel like this we don't think like this we are still here feeling really good about you we're still here feeling excited for you and it is possible for you to to feel that way too And again, like we've been talking about this a lot, that you don't just disregard your emotions. Every single emotion is very, it's it's needed and and it's telling you something. So you should let it go through you, but don't stick to that feeling. If it doesn't feel good, you, we, you have our permission to let go of that yucky feeling and find something that feels better. Even if you feel like your situation is completely desperate and you don't see a solution. And the, the funny thing is that most of the time, if you if you look at people who are in an extreme despair situation, the solution all of a sudden it just disappears. It, it just it, it not disappears. No, that was not a completely wrong word. It appears. When you are in a in a very very 
dense despair state, all of a sudden the solution is just there. It's just there yeah. because you, you basically you cannot go any further down anymore. And that's where you fully let go and the uni universe just shows up and it's like, ta-da, it's always been here. But you wanted to go down the rabbit hole to find it. So we have choice. And, and this is mm -hmm. so important. We have choice. We have choice how far down the rabbit hole we want to go. And the deeper you go the more that you are reinforcing certain narratives for yourself. And sweetie, you mentioned the, the lonely alone, which I think was dead L, um, you know, modifying <laughs> yes. your words, because that is exactly, I think, a feeling that we can have of being very lonely and alone, and we hide it. And mm -hmm. we then identify with it internally. And the rabbit hole almost feels a little bit comfortable because it's, it's like we're saying to ourselves, I am lonely. I am alone. Here's this feeling. I am lonely. I am alone. And, and that is a place where you can choose whether that is your identification, right? Like you, this is who you are. You want to be lonely alone. Or you can say to yourself, I see you. You feel so lonely. You feel so alone. And I'm here with you. And I'm going to hold your hand through this. And it's safe to allow others in, in the lonely and alone. And maybe that we can try it. Maybe we can start to expand a little bit and, and let a little light in to these moments that feel very dark. And this is where we can practice that having a support system around you even if you go to that support system being a dearly departed before it's an actual like human that's alive, right? Let them in, um, in that space that feels so alone so that you can start to get accustomed to what it's like to be seen. Because this is a place where we don't want to be seen. And if we can start to realize that being seen isn't bad and that when we are seen in our, what we call vulnerability, which is just our truth, that sometimes we can get met, um, by others with so much love. And that is actually what allows more intimacy. And that deepening of intimacy is what helps you feel safer to then expand, 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 so that these moments down the rabbit hole don't have to go so deep because now your experience in life is, oh, I'm not alone. I'm not lonely. Mm -hmm. And now I can just dip my toe in a rabbit hole, know what I'm going through, let these emotions move through me, but go back to this desire, this dream of mine, this way of living that I so want is possible for me. No one's forgotten about me down in the rabbit hole. I'm not being neglected by the universe. And I'm so fucking loved that I can have these safety nets around me to pull me out or what we we had a what it doesn't matter. Like we had a past episode about this honey about the life life lifesaver things. But all of this is just giving us more and more and more experience that we got this and we can actually be in alignment with our desires, stay in that good feeling state. When we dip, get ourselves out. And that this actually can be a fun experience that we get to have with others, which is something that Ula and I had gotten so much experience with together. And now we're expanding to include more and more people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, you, you are totally talking to me, honey. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> and it's, I have, um, I don't, I can't say that I have felt lonely and alone because I know that I'm never alone or lonely. But the fact that I have been doing a lot of things by myself, because why? Because, um, a like we've we've mentioned this a few times that I did not know that anybody cared about my story, because initially when I tried to tell people that I had a near death experience, I was met with this this wall of I don't want to hear about it, and it wasn't. Like this feeling was ever never about okay, ah, uh, boohoo, nobody cares about me. It was more about they just don't care. It's it, okay, it's just irrelevant. So I got so accustomed to doing everything by myself because I know I got me. So then there's been a few times when Gladys is like, "Hello, knock, 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 let me in." Like, woman, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> let me in the closet. I want to be there with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's practice just like everything in life is practice and you've been practicing the, the other way of life for so long so give yourself a break if you can't get this immediately it, it's going to take some time but you got all the time in the world you need and isn't it just wonderful to think that you can actually feel better you can go through your life feeling better and not getting hung up on whatever is right in front of you. And once you realize that whatever is in front of you is not evidence of how things are fucked up and how they're going to get even more fucked up, that by itself is just going to make you feel so good because you're like, oh, I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of evidence I can find next because I know that evidence in my life every single day is going to bring me something that I like. I love that, honey. That is such an important reframe. And that that is what we're talking about. What's the title again, honey? The full title? I love that feeling of knowing exactly how exactly you need to do something. Yeah. I think that to me, this is what resonates the most is I love that feeling of knowing exactly how exactly I need to do something, which is allowing my dreams to come true. Knowing exactly mm -hmm. how exactly to me is confidence that they are on their way. It's the knowing that it's done. And that in itself is a practice that, that we are here to teach you because it's, as we often say, it's so simple, but it's not easy to implement because we've got these decades and life, lifelong patterns that we are slowly stepping out of and letting disintegrate. But imagine that feeling of knowing exactly how exactly you need to do life, which is to allow, which is to receive, which is to enjoy, and which is to dream even bigger than you've allowed yourself to dream. Because this is where our tendency to get into the worry of how actually starts to diminish and chip away at our dreams. And then all of a sudden, a big dream that we've had that seemed so 
full of life and made us super excited and gave gave us goosebumps. Once we get into the the worry of how, then we're like, well, maybe maybe it's not going to be that big initially. Maybe, you know, we need to start a little bit smaller because, you know, it's the first time or whatever. I need to be more realistic. And then we take that if we don't see how to make that happen. And then we lower the dream even more. Well, actually, no, you know, we, I just really don't want that dream like that. I mean, that's just not possible for me. And then we settle for like a little, not even dream. We just settle for a little improvement of what we already know. So if you found yourself in this, in this, um, rhythm, don't beat yourself up. Super important message that Ula always gives me. You're not fucking things up. There's nothing wrong. Catch yourself. Oh, wait a minute. That wasn't my initial dream. And then go back to, I love that feeling of knowing exactly how exactly this is going to be done. The universe is co-conspiring with me. Of course, everything works out for me. Of course, I'm going to look for all the ways in which evidence is showing me that it is done because I know that I get to have my dreams fulfilled. And the more that you can stay in this path of reinforcing in your mind how everything is working out for you, and you have that feeling of knowing exactly how exactly everything is working out for you, this is where you then start to feel that loving feeling of like, oh my God, this is so deliciously good, instead of the worry feeling taking you down, 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 down that rabbit hole. And then your dream gets even fucking bigger. It's like, well, if this is done, oh my God, wait until next dream comes up. And then you start dreaming more and more and more. And it just comes in these beautiful waves. And this is a momentum we want you guys to get in. This is a momentum that we're practicing regularly. This is a way that, that you get to live life. And people will look at you and say, how is your life so fucking magical? How is mm-hmm. it that things just keep happening to you? Anything you want, you get. What is it? And you get to say, I just love that feeling of knowing exactly how exactly my life gets to be. And this is exactly what you will then be able to spread to others because they will be so inspired by that. They want to know how to do it for themselves too. I love it, honey. I can't add anything to that. That's amazing. Yay! It's exactly how exactly. (laughs) Awesome. All right, you guys. Well, as we wrap up, um, remember that we have so many beautiful resources for you guys always because we want you to be part of this amazing, amazing way of living life and really connecting to your infinite magnificence. So you can find everything in the show notes. And also friendly reminder, if you want more of this magic with us in person, Ula and I and our dear friend Eka Topinen are hosting our retreat. It is the Bliss Off Retreat happening December 11th through the 15th in San Jose del Cabo. You can also get all the details in the show notes. So check it out, you guys, and we can't wait to see you soon. Bye. Bye.